This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Dare to find your voice. All right, welcome to Dare to Find Your Voice. I am here today with Terry Christine, who is an intuitive life coach. And that title right there just intrigues me so much. I'm so excited to talk to you more, Terry. Um, just a little bit of from your bio. It says that Terry has mastered the ability to access her own intuition. What a lovely power that is. Um, this allows her to fully envision the struggle, the hurt, fears, and anxiety that you are currently going through. Terry helps you change your life by helping you access your own intuition. She has the ability to help you release the pain from the past, realize more clarity in your future, obtain a feeling that life is easy, awesome, <laughs> and even improve the income that you want, which is wow, right? Rather than focusing on traditional elements of life, such as goal-setting, habits, and skills, Terry integrates spiritual principles as well. By assessing your energy and emphasizing emotional and spiritual healing, she helps you realize the blockages that keep you from moving forward. Terry Christine naturally works with the energy used to sense your blockages and helps you eliminate the source of your pain. She then assists you by guiding you through the thought process of introducing new habits, thoughts, and beliefs that support the life that you want to live. By healing these past issues and altering your consciousness, you can open yourself up to love and the abundance of opportunities that life has to offer. So already from the bio, I'm so excited to get to know you better because you and I have a lot of similar philosophies. So I'm going to take just a quick commercial break. And when we come back, Terry, I would just love to hear all about your story. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. I I wanted to start, Terry, with, you know, the question of how did you get started in this? What was that pivotal moment in your own spiritual journey that, you know, tapped you into your intuition and helped you start your your passion and your journey you know yeah thank you Carrie you know each one of us have our own pivotal moments and I was at the end of a 14-year relationship and I found myself really struggling because we had two beautiful children and we were together as I said for 14 years however there was a sense of no love coming or as I felt not coming from him to me so I lived in this, on this hamster wheel, this vicious cycle of constantly 
giving, giving, giving to prove that I love him unconditionally, that our children love him unconditionally, and we can create a safe space and and move toward that, you know, never ending, you know, whatever. Fairy tale life, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the more I got closer to the end, which I didn't know was the end, the more I struggled and the more I kept crying every night. And it wasn't just this little whimper. It was a full-blown, very profound crying every single night for the last year of that relationship to the point where my children would come after I would make dinner and mom don't cry don't cry but I was crying because I had enough nowhere else to go or nothing else left in me and it was around three months before the end of that relationship I got out of the bed around 3 a.m because I remember I looked over at the clock climbed into the bathroom laid on the floor and I remember how cold those tiles were I remember saying to myself, you know, God, I'm done. You can stop my heart because at that moment, I felt I, I had nothing else, nothing else to give. And I wasn't receiving what I wanted. And if you've ever lived in this space where there really isn't any love, you're almost dead inside. And so I was laying there feeling done. Take my heart, take my, stop it. Just stop everything, right? And then I had this sudden sense that I was floating. It literally just flipped from end me now to, woo, I'm in this space of really feeling connected. And then I could taste this damp taste in my mouth. And there were stars all around me that I thought I could touch them. And then I'll never forget when I heard three words that changed my entire life. It vibrated through me and it said, love will come. Wow. It shook me out of that lower than low despair. I was a, a I was in a career that um, I was a sales director for this company for many, many, many years. And so I was a leader in my industry. And if you're a type A person, that anything that you know that's coming to you gives you a sense that brings you from the lower energy, that that lower dense stuff to like, oh, yes, I'm getting it. Yes, right? Yeah. And so it pulled me up enough to get out of the bathroom, go to bed, and the very next morning, my entire life was changed. Wow. Wow. Like a power from within that, that changed your life or... Is that what you mean? Your life was changed like because of your, your new awareness of life and how it will be? So when a person goes from what I call very low, dense energy emotions, meaning frustration, pain, hurt, struggle, fear, very, very low, agonizing, right? And when you're in that, you don't feel that you can get out. It's almost... I, it's almost a, a sense of depression without having that that dragging down feeling of you. Um, I think you know what I'm saying. That mm-hmm. feel that that you know you're you can't end it, but you want someone else to do it for you. Yeah. That feeling where I hadn't hit the complete wall, and when I got that love will come, that vibrated so clear that it literally lifted me up to know that I am going to receive what it is that I truly want. It's mm-hmm. a sense of hope. 
because I didn't have hope where I was in that space on the bathroom floor. But as I was vibrating and heard those words, it gave me the sense that I'm going to get it. So when you're at that low, low, you can't get out. Mm -hmm. But when you get something that is given to you, may it be words, a promise, that feeling that vibrated, Mm -hmm. it brought me up. So that inner core of saying, I didn't hit the bottom, that now I can go up. And so as I woke up the next day, I had the sense that things were okay, where before I didn't have okay, that I had like that that doneness feeling, right? And so meaning okay as in everything is going to be okay, like an arm is around you, supporting you. And then I found myself on a small journey, like all these things were happening to me that I never, ever thought I wasn't part of, like I never even meditated before in my life. So all of a sudden people were guiding to me to meditate and yoga. And I'm like, what is yoga? I mean, <laughs> I was literally in sales and thinking nothing of. I was a two kids and, you know, a partner that I had forever. And all I do is get up, get them off to school, the kids, work, come home and start all over again. Where in this case, I had all these other opportunities presenting itself to me. I had people giving me messages randomly out of the blue in stores and in my work environment. And I had no idea about any of that. And then as I embraced it, I welcomed it and I received more of it. They were making sense to me, these answers. They were giving me proof of some of the answers that were presenting themselves to me. And then as I trusted more of that, it allowed me to trust more of me. And then I moved further and further. And what's this crystal stuff? And what's Reiki? and sound healing and what's all that. So it it opened up a door to be more inquisitive, more curious. And then as I moved into it and expanded, meaning that I trusted it and I resonated with it, then I allowed myself to either do more of it or I had enough, that's good, I get it, and then I tried something else. So what I was guided to was Reiki, essential oils, crystals. So I started playing with these things. And then I found myself in a kid in the candy store. <laughs> so then I wanted to do more connecting within trusting. And then I had this experience that I spoke to a medium who connected to my grandfather after he had passed away, who allowed me to have a message from my sister. And then it was so profound that I thought, whoa, I would love to do that so I could heal people too. Because the end result that she gave my sister allowed my sister to get out of some very dark feelings about not wanting to be around anymore because she missed my grandfather so much. Mm. And as I saw that, all these little signs that we could heal from within by allowing ourselves to receive answers that we're seeking, the answers can be in forms and signs, uh, a bus is going by, people talking to you, random phone calls, opportunities that just kind of magically appear. And as I trusted more of that, that is what was creating in my life. That's amazing. There's a few things going through my mind in my own um, journey and also just in um, words that I've come to love. So one of them is when, you know, in the Bible, it talks about faith is a perfect brightness of hope, or it's the, the substance of hope, you know, things that are not seen, but are, that are there. And, um, and so it's, well, that's what you were given. You were given this 
feeling of hope that you were able to grab onto and turn into a substance, something that created proof, like you said. And I'm always talking about create proof for yourself in your life. Create proof that those things that happen that are from within, but they're the signs all around you, like you said, that they do exist and that you can grab onto those and create the life that you desire because of your alignment with the things that you're hoping for and seeing them in your life. It's really awesome. And I had a similar experience. I wasn't laying on the floor and it wasn't a loss of love in relationship, but of myself. And I was at a point where I had, I was so tired of trying to force the doing to, to prove my worth or to find my value. And I was at a convention and loudly and clearly, but in a very still small voice, I just heard, it's time to stop doing and start being, which sounds like what you, what you've talked about. It's just time to start being. You discovered yoga. I did the same thing. I discovered yoga, meditation, and I was like, I'll go to yoga to stretch. The meditation part's weird. I'll just do it because you have to. And then I was like, what is this meditation stuff? You know, all of a sudden I was calm and peaceful and found a connection within myself. So it sounds so similar, which to me, you know, there's truth, I believe, in similarities. The similarities that we experience, they may, you know, look a little different or sound a little different or we experience them in the way we understand them. But the the similarity in them all to me is a sign of, of truth in, in what's around us, you know, that there is a, there's more than just this world and just this, you know, this, what we see in front of our faces. There's way more than that. So I love everything that you were saying. Um, I had, and it sounded like this is what you were alluding to. Cause you said you started, um, trying new things and you started experiment, you know, doing things. So with this feeling, with this hope that you were given, um, if you would have just sat with that, the, the love will come, but stayed where you were and just waited for it to come, do you believe it would have happened or did you have to start acting on that and changing your behavior and, you know, stepping into new things? Yeah, that's a really good question because that's actually what I talk about in my active practice as an intuitive life coach is that you can think a thought, feel you have it, but you must take guided action. And so when I got that message, you know, I learned a lot about energy through a book at the very beginning. It was called Power Versus Force with uh, written by David Hawkins. And it helped me understand the levels of emotions. And so when I talked about frustration, hurt, pain, anxiety, and all of those things, that lower level energy that drags you down, makes you feel like you can't move, right? It's anchoring into your ankles, right? And then hope is above that, meaning that you have this glowing light that's helping you through the dark. And so the dark or the lower level emotions, such as that pain, frustration, hurt that I was talking about. And so as I moved up to hope, and because you know, I, I realized that being a type A person, similar to what I believe that you were experiencing yourself, do, 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 push, push, push through it. Mm-hmm. We start to live outside of ourselves. We need to feel like we have to create it with our hands like Play-Doh, you know, or, or clay. When if we stay within and trust, have the thought, feel the feeling and take guided action, That allows the flow of energy and energy is similar to like a stream, right? Mm. And so when you decided and was and heard to trust within, when you heard that message, you shifted. It could be slight. It could be profound. But in my case, that when I was at the end of my rope where I thought it was, that I had nothing else to give where I thought I did, 
until I heard that, it allowed me to move up to take the action instead of laying there crying and feeling like I was at the end. And so the action was simply as I went out to Barnes and Nobles, people thought I was crazy. I came back with like 50 books. Just <laughs> <laughs> like on a shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. We don't think and you're then, crazy at our house. Cause that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> you have to step into something, right? So yes. I chose to step into books because I read a lot before, you know, because I was so active with outside of myself in my career, my kids, my partner, cause I was focusing on pleasing them at all times mm-hmm. that it would take me about a, a year to read one book. <laughs> but after that moment, I was reading three and four books at a time every two to three weeks. Amazing. It was almost as if I had this subconscious mission. I didn't really focus on where I was going. I just know and knew that I was going somewhere. And then I shifted the feeling of controlling it, similar to you, and then I just went with the flow with it. Mm. And as I did that, then these random people were showing up and giving me these messages and giving me gifts of crystals and essential oils. I'm like, what is this about? And when I realized there's something going on here, because life seems a little bit more easier than the frustration and the pain that I was experiencing before the moment on the bathroom floor, right? Yeah. Then it caught my attention because I realized that, wow, is it, does it really have to be this easy? And I was questioning myself, thinking, I spent all these years, struggle, struggle, pain, pain, you know, putting my hands around, squeezing. Earning, and, you were yes. earning your worth, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Squeezing the blood out of a turnip, right? Yes. And realizing, stop. So when I get in my head, I just stop. I clear my mind, maybe meditate for 15 minutes. You don't need a full-blown 30 minutes or an hour. You know, we're so busy. People can meditate in the shower. You can meditate when you're putting your clothes on. You really can do these things as long as you're clearing your mind and allowing the answers to flow within, right? Mm -hmm. That people think that, oh, I meditated and I heard this, you know, conversation. But how do I know it wasn't me putting it in there? Well, if you're clearing your mind you're really clearing it so that all of that, which is in your subconscious, conscious, and all of that extended energy can connect and you can receive it. If you trust it enough, you'll find you're not putting it in there, that they are answers, and it it can be as easy as that. But truly going within and trusting, right? I love that. And the more you trust, the more you recognize the difference in the feeling of I'm putting it in there or this is coming from inside my spiritual self and from outside, you know, from God and from, you know, all of that. So I love this so much. I, um, (laughs) you're here. If you know Neville Goddard, I assume you've heard of him and he talks about feeling is the secret. Have you heard of Neville Goddard? Yes. In all of your studies. Yeah. Yeah. My husband, um, has tuned me into listening to feeling is the secret over and over and over again. And he just talks about that. So when we can go with the feeling of, you know, that feeling of hope that you got, if I want to experience hope in my life, if I want to experience the, you know, the good feelings that everybody's looking for, that's really what we're all in search of is joy, right? And some of us give it a a name of, you know, a a vacation or a home or a success or whatever, but the feeling behind it is what we're looking for. And when we allow ourselves to seek for that feeling and then align ourselves with that from the inside, that's opens the secret. When we're in despair, 
that's all we see. So again, you know, the feeling is the secret. So I love that you went with the feeling and then you've learned to really tune into the feeling and then go with that. And look at the science to prove to you that it exists all around and you just, it's there for the taking. In my own program, um, Finding Your Voice, Voice is an acronym for value, finding the value of yourself, understanding, and not looking outside of yourself, like proving that you're worth it to your, you know, relationship partner and do working so hard to prove your worth instead of tuning in and finding your worth within and then being open like you talk about you know just being open to that intuition being open to new ideas to new signs and symbols around to the things that people give you you know being what does this mean being open to those new things and then setting an intentional action to act upon them and just like you've been talking about and then clearing is my next step with the C and you talk about limiting beliefs and things in your bio limiting beliefs and blocks and being able to clear those out. That's a big part of, I believe, every process. I mean, any coach that I talk to that really knows what they're doing and really does good work has similar steps to, you know, align with the one that I just discovered in my own journey. That's how it works for me. So clearing, I want, would you talk to us a little bit about those limiting beliefs? What are they? What are the blocks and how do you clear them out? Yeah. So people come to me, when the majority I'm stuck, I hear a lot of I'm stuck, or I feel like I can't move forward, or I can't see no clarity, right. And so being an intuitive, I don't focus on the end result. I just connect into that feeling of what I'm feeling or hearing or seeing. So I am clairvoyant, clairaudient and clairsentient allows me to hear, feel, and see so I can see movies in my head. I can hear full-blown conversations and I can feel when I'm right on target of what's um, stuck in your subconscious. We are all energy. We really are. And when I'm connecting to you, I have clients all over the world. So you don't have to be physically right in front of me. I can connect to you in China, in Hong Kong, Switzerland, wherever you are. And when I'm feeling it, I connect in and then I said, just give me a minute. And then I visualize myself stepping into someone's energy. And when I feel it, those limiting beliefs are usually created before the age of seven. And they're usually between a caregiver such as your mom or your dad. It doesn't mean that mom or dad were physically or emotionally abusive. It simply means you have a child mind, no experience. The child decides, hey, dad's not listening to me. Mom is arguing with me. Mom doesn't think I'm good enough. Mom is calling me names. You know, mom is pushing me. Mom is doing this. Mom is doing whatever it is. So create, we created an interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And our subconscious is like super glue. It's like like blueprinted in there, like sewn <laughs> in. And so here we are, right? Yeah. And then that's what was happening with me because I did have teenage parents when I was growing up. And there was a lot of lack, a lot of confusion, a lot of arguments dad not around much when he was there then it was control and and so he created or he created a pattern with my siblings and myself that uh you know we have to create uh like circus acts in order to show that we love him because he hasn't been around so we have to be these circus dogs running around going look at me dad look at me dad and then we created that pattern over and over again while we were growing up because he was that long haul truck driver all his life and still is. And so now here I am doing the same thing in my relationships. Look at me, circus act. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So, but when you're triggered, it's a feeling, it's not the person 
that is presenting uh, an experience, meaning have an argument with you or not agreeing with you, but it's a feeling that's bubbled up between you and that person. So if you stop long enough to stop blaming the person in front of you for how you're feeling and just say to yourself, okay, step out of that, finish whatever's going on, step away, ask yourself, how old was I when I felt this feeling? Who was I with and what happened? When you clear your mind, similar to like meditating, the answer will pop in. So when I'm working with people, I'll connect to them. I'll see a movie. I'll tell them, hey, you were six years old. This is what happened. And I'll see a scenario and that you could turn into a fish, but I'll see the fish and you and dad swimming around. And then dad swims off in another direction. And then I see your, you know, your fins moving very quickly. So that tells me the limiting belief is dad left and you were freaking out. <laughs> so then I bring it to the present state. And I say, okay, this is what's going on. And this is why you're struggling when dad left. And this is the subconscious pattern that you're running because of the experience when you were four or six or whatever. And so when people hire me, they help me put, I help them and I help them see to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So I had recently a woman just yesterday called me and she's been trying to become pregnant in her relationship for many years. And she's gone through many treatments and can't get pregnant. And then it all stemmed from her situation with dad. So as we were talking it out and I was pulling it out, she was crying over pain, over suffering, over this. But then it related to every time she would go to have a treatment, she was crying over pain, over suffering, over this. And running from the pain when the pain was to create the baby she wanted, which was the... Um, the treatments that she was getting. Yeah. So she was torn between all the pain she was feeling with the dad and then all that physical stuff. And it was just all triggering it all up. And that's why she was having that problem. I was able to put the pieces of her puzzle together. That's so amazing. if you're very, very well aware and mindful, you can see these limiting beliefs right in front of you. If you just stop and know that the people around you are not causing it, it's not to you, it's for you. Yeah. I love that. I love um, that process that you just described, I call it name it to tame it. If I can pay attention to the feeling and give it a name, it shrinks the power of the feeling. It like lets my whole brain work on the problem instead of just the feeling taking over and like, you know, dominating. And so it's the same thing. You, you find it, you give it a name and then it all of a sudden it allows your frontal lobe, your reasoning center to like, Oh, that was just, you know, then, and it was a story and ah, and you can release it. It's amazing how it works. And so it's really fascinating to hear how you're able to do that with other people and their energy as well. That's a real gift. Um, you have written a book called The Secret Power of You. What? Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it's right there in front of me. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's purple, my favorite color. <laughs> so out of all of the work that I've done in the last 11 years, I kept telling myself, when I learned it and when I released and cleared my own limiting beliefs and blocks, I've realized some of the processes that I went through were so easy, but yet profound in my mouth, in my life, right? And the profoundness catapulted me in each step of where I am today. And as I've learned to create some programs, I do a six-week course, I do a nine-month course, that I teach people to connect more into their intuition. I'm getting ready to launch a group intuitive development course hmm. in June uh, 19th, actually. And as I learned it, I wanted people to know that, yes, you can read some things and learn from it, 
but I wanted more to give more because I do have a lot of people coming to me and saying, I'm reading these books and doing these mantras and it's just not working. Well, you know, sometimes as I was explaining on the show is that sometimes you can't see those limiting beliefs to connect to what's going on and what's, what's strangling you from being able to move forward. Like I wasn't able to see at the end of that 14 year relationship. So I wrote this book, The Secret Power of You, for you to know that you do have these powers from, from within. You can, there are simple techniques, yet profound, that show huge results if you just trust it enough and do them. And yeah. I also wrote some case studies so that people could understand and reflect back upon Wow, I had something similar to that. And that's what she that's where she was, that's what she was thinking. This is what Terry did, and this is where they ended up being. So they can understand that it does work for everyone. So if you're one of those people that, oh, I've tried everything and it doesn't work, you, someone just hasn't hit that core of the limiting belief that's within your subconscious. And don't stop, just keep going. Yeah. But the book will be available on Amazon in June. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. June is now, so anytime, huh? Yes, yes. That's so exciting. Um, And would they just search Amazon to find it? Is there a way they can find you to find a link to the book? How do people yes. get a hold of you, Terry? Yep, yep. So The Secret Power of You is the name of the book, and they'll be able to find it. I believe it should be um, launched on June 19th for pre-orders nice. on Amazon, June 19th. And, um, and then my name is Terry Christine. So you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I do a weekly Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a Facebook Live. I do quite a bit of giving and receiving. And the giving is that, you know, when I'm on Facebook Live, I give 30 minutes of a particular topic. And then I will literally do a group energy clearing on Facebook Live to whoever's there and then clear whatever I'm picking up in the particular topic that I might be talking about. Wow. That's an incredible gift. People have sent me (laughs) messages. I feel different. Oh, my God, I'm crying. I'm (laughs) yawning. And all of those are releases from the subconscious. And it does make a big difference as I'm gifting back to the world on Facebook Live. That's amazing. I just did a a Facebook post today. um, Something that I believe in so much is that that it's necessary that we do work on ourselves and we connect to ourselves and discover our power within. But it's not a selfish thing. It's so that we can give back and that we actually have something to give. I can't give what I don't have, right? So there's just so much. It's all It's all circular. There's no just it's all about me or it's all about you or it's all about God even. It's all about that circular, that partnership and I love that you're connecting all of that together. You have a lot to offer. I really appreciate this time with you. And um, it's T-E-R-R-I-E, Christine. And we will put the link to your Facebook, your Instagram, and your Twitter, and your website in the in the show notes of this podcast. Um, I have one more question for you, and it's a surprise question, kind of. I don't ever really prompt my guests. Um, I'm all about, like we were talking earlier about creating proof. And finding proof in the world and around us that, you know, the feeling that we desire does exist. And I believe strongly that there is more good than bad in the world. And a lot of times it's hard to see it because it's in our face a lot, you know, the news. So I like to ask all of my guests, what good news can you share with us from your corner of the world? Maybe something you've witnessed, something you've experienced, or just something that's in your heart today that's good news for all of us. You know, when... I see people without judgment 
and I make sure that I don't judge myself. And so the more I focus on this space of making sure that I'm more accepting, then I really truly see life as one big ball of fabulous energy. So when I'm out and about, I live in that space and it, to me, it's, it really, my life is really good. So that I see people sharing, that I see people driving more appropriately and I see what it is, how I live. So when someone asks me about my corner of the world, it's fabulous. Mm -hmm. I have lots of fun and adventure. I, I have a successful practice. I travel a lot. I've written a book and I'm launching all these courses and things like that to help in a greater way. So in my corner of the world, it's amazing. And it's, um, it's not smoke and mirrors because I've been able to really dig deep and let go of judgment, of limiting beliefs. I live in gratitude, I trust, I connect fully to the universe, I hear my answers, and I give. So I truly live in that space of being in service. My life is grand, and I hope that everybody else's is too, when you let go of all of the stuff that's holding you down. Yes. You know, I'm not even surprised by that answer at all. And I believe that your corner of the world is beautiful, and so is mine. And it, it does really a lot come down to looking for the things that you want, being the change, like that Gandhi says, right? Be the change you want to see in the world and then look for that change around you because it does exist. And I really appreciate your insight. I appreciate your energy. You've got the most beautiful smile. I wish everyone could see it. This is just an audio, but thank you so much. And um, is there any, anything else you want to leave us with before we go? You know, thank you, Carrie. First off, I'm very grateful and honored that you gifted me this time with you and your listeners. So thank you so much. What I really truly is trust. Trust within yourself to know that if you're struggling, you can get out. If you're in pain, let it go. Forgive. Move forward and freely. Don't stop. This can be your life, meaning gratitude, trust, happiness, love, adventure, abundance, and all of that. This can be your life. You just have to move forward, take guided action, trust and know, create it is that all the energy of what it is that you want to create. And that's what I want to leave with you. So think clearly and allow your energy to move into what it is you truly desire. Oh, that's lovely. And I just came up with the title of this show. It's the power of trust. So thank you so much. And um, yeah, look for Terry on Facebook, on online, look for the show notes and you'll find her links. And once again, Terry, thank you so much. Thank you. This is the EWN Podcast Network.